I want to get you out the door with every result from every league in under 15 minutes so that you're more informed about what's going on in the world of sports. Hey TJ, what's going on? I'm Chandler and this is Tiger Beat Sports. Hey everybody, I'm Chandler Sports and this is the Sport Report. And I'm Chandler and this is Tiger Beat Sports. Welcome to a special edition of this all-crazy sport newscast. Broadcasting from somewhere in the United States. Hit it, Blaze. This is the Sport Report. Sunday, July 14th, 2019. Hey everybody, I'm Chandler with Sports and this is the Sport Report. It's time to get you caught up on what's happening in the world of sports. This is Top of the Order. In a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. This is Top of the Order. Our top story comes from the baseball diamond at Progressive Field in Cleveland, where Twins outfielder Max Kepler becomes the third player in Major League Baseball history in the expansion era to homer off a pitcher in five consecutive at-bats. Granted, this is over the course of two games, but this is a feat that is extraordinary nonetheless. Did the Twins defeat the Indians? Well, wait till the Around the MLB segment in just a few moments. We'll let you know. It'll be the first game in the Around the MLB segment. For now, we transition to cycling where the Tour de France is happening in France. We've got two correspondents on tap for today's episode. We'll start in Saint-Étienne with Sport Report cycling correspondent Tyler Corbo. Tyler, the Tour has been going on for eight days and we've had a couple of changes in the yellow jersey standings. I understand that you've been covering it from the road. Well, if you count the road as outside the broadcast center, set up at the end of each stage, then yes. I don't have a press pass, sadly, because someone, I'm not going to name him, but he's my <coughs> boss, forgot to apply for the press pass. In my defense, I really don't have a defense on this one. I'm sorry for not getting you the press pass, but... Please continue. Anyways, the tour started in Brussels last Saturday, and Dutchman Mike Tuison was the leader throughout two stages before Julian Alphilippe took La Maison for four days. Gillo Chichonne from Italy had it for another two days. Then Alaphilippe got it back in yesterday's stage. Thomas DeGen from Belgium won stage 8 yesterday in the hills. And today, the riders will go beyond in a 170.5 kilometer stage. There are three climbs in the stage, including a climb 13 kilometers from the finish. If you want to tune in to the end of the stage and you didn't set your DVR, tune in to NBCSN around 11 a.m. Eastern Time for the conclusion of Stage 9. I'll be back in the next week to recap the stages in the Alps. Back to Wish Shorts in the studio. Thanks, Tyler. Transitioning to cricket, the Cricket World Cup final will take place at Lords in London later today, but it won't be the only sporting event in London. We'll get to that in a second. At Lords today, the historic cricket ground, it'll host the final of the Cricket World Cup between England and New Zealand. It's match 48 of 48 in a cup that has provided a lot of drama and intrigue over the course of the past month. Who will win? Find out in tomorrow's episode of The Sport Report. Now, it's not the only big tournament happening in London, as Wimbledon has been happening at the All England Club in London. And for a recap of the ladies' singles final and a preview of the gentlemen's singles final, we turn to Sport Report tennis correspondent Ben Finlow, who has been covering Wimbledon over the last two weeks. And Ben, yesterday's ladies' singles final produced somewhat of an upset. It was only somewhat of an upset because Serena Williams was expected to win her 24th Grand Slam title. But Simona Halep got in the way on a beautiful day on center court here at the All England Club. Halep went up two breaks in the first set as she won the first four games. She would go on to win the first set 6 to 
6-2. In the second set, Serena hit back and it was tied at two games apiece before Halep broke her twice again. Halep went on to win her second Grand Slam title and Serena loses her third consecutive Grand Slam final. She was in the final at Wimbledon last year and this year and then at the 2018 US Open. Serena is still looking for that 24th Grand Slam title as I mentioned earlier which would tie Margaret Court for the most Grand Slams in the history of tennis, men or women. Serena will have another chance at Flushing Meadows in the US Open from August 26th to September 8th. That will be a fun tournament in Queens in six weeks. Before we can focus on that, the gentlemen's singles final takes place between Serbian and current world number one Novak Djokovic and Swiss legend Roger Federer. Federer is looking for his ninth Wimbledon title, which will be the most all-time, and his 21st Grand Slam title, which would extend his record for the most Grand Slam titles by a man. Djokovic is still looking for his fifth Wimbledon title and 16th overall major title. Both of these guys know what it takes to win a major title. Joker is 2-1 at Wimbledon versus Federer, and he won the title versus Fed in both 2014 and 15. Djokovic is 25 wins and 22 losses versus Federer since 2006, including winning the last five meetings between these two greats of the game. I'll be back tomorrow with a recap of the gentlemen's final. With sports, back to you in the studio. Thanks, Ben, and welcome to the Sport Report team. That covers tennis for today. We head to our final sport of the night, Major League Baseball. Derek Jeter with one of the most unbelievable plays you will ever see by a shortstop. Ortiz in the deep right field. Back is Sheffield. We'll see you later tonight. Someday, the Chicago Cubs are going to be in the World Series. We said we'd give you the Twins and Indians score first, so Minnesota Twins 6, Cleveland Indians 2. Max Kepler had two home runs in this game, one in the first inning and one in the second inning. The one in the second inning occurred after his teammate Jake Cave had one off of Bauer. Trevor Bauer falls to 8-7 and seven with a 3.65 ERA for the Indians, as Jake Odorizzi improves to 11-4 and four with a 3.06 ERA for the Twins. There were 15 other games on the calendar due to a doubleheader between the Tampa Bay Rays and Baltimore Orioles. In Game 1 of that doubleheader, the Orioles got the best of the Rays 2-1. It was Stevie Wilkerson, the left fielder for the Orioles, who hit a go-ahead two-run homer in the 7th, Two innings after Brennan McKay, former Louisville Cardinal pitcher and star pitcher now for the Tampa Bay Rays, after he hadn't allowed a single run in this ballgame. In two of his three Major League Baseball starts, McKay has not allowed a single run. The Rays got the better of the Orioles in the second game of the doubleheader 12-4. Charlie Morton improves to 11-2 with a 2.35 ERA for the Rays in that second game of the doubleheader. Toronto Blue Jays 2, New York Yankees 1, J.A. Happ falls to 7-4 for the Yankees. Oakland Athletics 13, Chicago White Sox 2. Oakland put 7 runs on the White Sox in the first inning alone. They added 4 more in the 4th. It was 11-0, then 12-0 in the 6th before Chicago got 2 and their only 2 runs of the game in the top half of the 7th. New York Mets 4, Miami Marlins 2. Robbie Cano hit a go-ahead homer in the 8th inning to put the Mets ahead of the Marlins and Noah Syndergaard gets his 7th win of the season for New York. He's 7-4 for the 
the Mets. Edwin Diaz gets his 20th save for the Mets as they now have an equal amount of saves, 21, compared with blown saves in the season, 21. St. Louis Cardinals 4, Arizona Diamondbacks 2. Dakota Hudson improves to 8-4 on the season with a 3.48 ERA for the Cardinals. Carlos Martinez comes out of the bullpen for the Cardinals and gets his 4th save of the season. All four of St. Louis's runs came from Tyler O'Neill, who batted in all four runs on two hits. Kansas City Royals 4, Detroit Tigers 1. Matthew Boyd becomes the fourth pitcher in Tigers history to have 10 or more strikeouts in three consecutive games. He joins Denny McLean, Mickey Lulich, who did it three times, and Justin Verlander. Milwaukee Brewers 5, San Francisco Giants 4. It was pinch hitter Ben Gamel who came in in the bottom half of the ninth inning and delivered a clutch hit. It would be a walk-off double in the bottom half of the ninth for the Brew Crew. In 11 innings, Houston Astros 7, Texas Rangers 6, and an all-Texas battle. This one took 11 innings. Jose Altuve had four hits. The Astros had two runs in the top half of the 11th. The Rangers could only get one back in the bottom half of the 11th. Roberto Osuna gets his 20th save of the season for Houston. Another extra inning game, this one in 10 innings. Atlanta Braves 7, San Diego Padres 5. John Newcomb improves to 3-1 on the season. Luis Perdomo falls to 1-2. Perdomo for the Padres, Newcomb for the Braves. The Braves scored three in the top half of the 10th. San Diego could get one back in the bottom half of the 10th, but it wouldn't be enough. LA Angels 9, Seattle Mariners 2. A day after throwing a combined no-hitter, the 13th combined no-hitter in Major League history, the 5th in the state of California, and the 1st combined no-hitter in Major League Baseball in the state of California since July 13th of 1991, 28 years to the day that Tyler Skaggs was born. Tyler Skaggs was the Angels pitcher who died suddenly on July 1st. Two nights ago, they honored him by playing their first home game in Los Angeles since his passing. In last night's ball game, they win by seven. Albert Pujols drives in four runs and homers in the victory for the Angels. Wade LeBlanc falls to five and three for the Mariners. Matt Harvey improved to three and four for the Angels. LA Dodgers 11, Boston Red Sox 2. Ross Stripling improves to four and three with a 3.65 ERA for the Dodgers. And Chris Sale, goodness, he is not having a fantastic season. He's three and nine for the Red Sox with a 4.27 ERA. The Dodgers had four home runs against the Boston Red Sox pitching staff last night. Chicago Cubs 10, Pittsburgh Pirates 4. John Lester improves to nine and six on the season with a 3.74 ERA for the Cubbies as he threw six and two thirds innings, allowed three earned runs on eight hits that qualifies as a quality start for Leicester. Washington Nationals four, Philadelphia Phillies three. The Nats had trailed three to one in the Bryce Harper Bowl before his former team gets the best of his current team. Nationals added one in the top half of the eighth inning to trail by one and then they scored two in the top half of the ninth to take the lead from the Phillies, and they would not look back. Juan Soto hit a go-ahead home run to make it 4-3 in the top half of the ninth. That would be the final score in the end. Sean Doolittle gets his 20th save for Washington. And in the final game of the night between the Colorado Rockies and Cincinnati Reds, a game that didn't get started till 9.18 p.m. local time, didn't finish till 1.11 a.m. out here. A three-hour, eight-minute rain delay by Mother Nature decided to impact this game, but it didn't disappoint. The Rockies had to use six different pitchers in this game. 
The Reds also had to use six different pitchers in this game, as both starting pitchers between Kyle Freeland and Tanner Rourke only survived eight and two-thirds innings between them both. Neither of them made it out of the fifth inning. Cincinnati Reds 17, Colorado Rockies 9. That's the Sport Report for Sunday, July 14th, 2019. Thanks for tuning into the Sport Report today. We'll be back tomorrow with the latest in sports. Do you want to contact Chandler Sports or members of the Sport Report team? Visit sportreportcws.com. This podcast is copyrighted by the Sport Report for viewers to understand sports from a news reporting basis. Any other use of this podcast, Sport Report logos, or anything associated with this podcast without the express written consent of Chandler Sports is strictly prohibited.